watching prohibition fall down. All right, we're back, Wake and Bacon, back on regular schedule, right, guys? How's yeah. it going? Yeah. Yeah, guy, dude, you are forgetting the 4.3% women that listen to this show. I find you're just saying what's up, guys. I find that to be a microaggression, okay? It's 2019, man. You want to get deplatformed, homie, huh? You can get called out for microaggressions? <laughs> I think so, man. Now I'm just not even sure what people are mad about, man. They're yelling on TV, and I, I don't even know what they're mad about, man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, today, we're going to talk about freeboarding while high yeah it sounds interesting you don't know not all people knows what that is but scotty's been freeboarding while high yeah that actually costs money you better have your insurance paid up to freeboard man uh i've been seeing some man some rude peeps at whack arnold's that's all i'm gonna say i don't want to insult i know not many people eat fast food from whack arnold's so i won't be insulting anybody but i'm gonna talk about them and uh, microbes jamming to music scotty thought uh you found interesting information maybe these microbes are jamming out yeah so we say our plants do, right? I think the plants can hear the music. That's what I want to know. That's also what we're going to get into, man. Do I play music for my plants in the grow? And after that, we'll get into the news. The news, okay? Yeah. So first off, don't forget this weekend in Vancouver, guys, the Science of Organic Regenerative Cannabis Cultivation Conference. Scott, you have that abbreviated? Yes, I do. Scock. <laughs> There's an Perfect. R in there I missed, man. If you guys are in town for the Lyft Expo, or this is at the same time, I believe it's like right across the street. Joshua Rutherford, I believe, is one that mainly puts this on. There's mm -hmm. going to be some yeah. great speakers. Dr. Lang Ingham, Steve Reisner. Did you say Reisner? I just call him Aquaponics Steve. Much easier. Reisner. Um, yes, sir. Yes. Dr. Robert, Robert Faust, second doctor. Chris Trump, no association. Dragonfly Earth Medicine. Well, hey, Chris uh, Trump, I've been following him on Facebook, a really good guy to follow on social media. A lot of uh, real good organic techniques and, and tips. You can learn a lot from following him. Yeah, so come and check it out, guys. Tickets are available. Just go over to Regenerative Organic Cannabis, Cannabis, <laughs> Regenerative Organic Cannabis.com and check it out. I'm going to be hanging there. I'm not sure which one. And after, there's an after party, Scotty. I think a lot of these speakers are staying at the same place with Aquaponics Steve. He's like, hey, you could come rip a, rip a bong with, with Dr. Elaine Ingham. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I was arguing with my wife over <laughs> if when we go to these, these events, she thinks I'm partying. And she goes, well, you're hanging out smoking weed with your friends. And I'm like, yes, but we're talking about, you know, we're, we're actually like doing the show or you're getting content or, you know, making contacts with Recharge. It's not all, like it really is a big mix of partying and working. What do, you, what do you call it, man? It is fun, I'll say that. But it's if my wife a, asks, we're not partying, okay? We're working. <clears throat> we are not. We are not. And I don't know if Dr. Langingham rips bongs so, or, bong, or takes bong hoots. I tell you, you one you person know? that I know that doesn't take bong hits, but I'd be glad to smoke a joint and uh, listen to what she has to say, is uh, Suzanne Wainwright, uh, the right. bug lady. Yeah, she's a friend of mine from way back in the day. Uh, if we want to talk uh, growing cannabis and growing it on a large scale, you know we're getting pests. And what do you do with the pests? I mean, there's already, I think we're going to talk about a news story about the, the first cannabis recall, recall that happened. But uh, yeah, what do you do when you get pests, man? You really have to understand whether it's crop management or uh, uh, beneficial predators or, or whatever, rotation, all that stuff is, is going to keep pests out of the garden. So you don't have to go to things like Floramite and Avid. No, you do not. And if any of you guys are going to be at the Lift Expo or the Regenerative Oh my gosh, the Science of Organic Regenerative Cannabis Cultivation Conference. Yes, sir. 
Uh, I will be hanging on the next few shows I'll announce. I think I'm going to hang out at the public day at the Lift Expo with Dinesh for a while, Optic Foliar. I think Spectrum King's also going to be there, as well as our friends from Aurelmo Nutrients. Uh, and I'm going to hang out at a few different booths. I'm going to try and set a time just in case any of the Canadian DGC wants to come and give me a fist bump or whatever, high five, shake, maybe wow. one of those eyebrow things. That works, too. So good to go. <laughs> I don't want to know what an eyebrow thing is, man. You keep that in Canada. You all bumping eyebrows. I'll let you know on the next show, yo. <laughs> All right. Don't forget, guys, the Source Turbo is being given away February 15th to the members. Anybody that's a member of the DGC, become a member. Go to dudegrows.com and our forward slash value, and you can figure out how you can become a member of $10 a month and enter to win this $600 extract machine that's been field tested in the yeah. bakery for quite a while now, like half a year or so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent, man. I've been making those big batches of edibles and whatnot. Man, uh, the last batch I made, I really didn't use that high quality material, man. I think we had a bunch of leftover trim from summer and dude, I got lead into gold, baby. Can't beat it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Video coming uh, uh, for everybody to see with the member benefits this week. All right, guys, let's see. What are you guys toking on today? What are you getting ready for the, the show with? What are you medicating with recreating? Yeah, check this out, man. So that's uh, some shatter that uh, my brother Trip was hanging out with me. His phone rings. Actually, I don't even think it rang. I think it was all done online with no phones ringing. But uh, $10 a gram shatter just from a, from a, a local buddy. And it's fucking gorgeous. And it just makes me think, like, will the black market survive? You know, is the black market alive and well? I mean, I... I, I Why? Was, because you're getting $10 gram shatter? Yeah, because, I mean, it's great. You know, we work, you know, I got a few people that work, so I, offer, I work here, so I offer, for you know, whatever dabs at work, almost like you'd offer coffee at work. And, it's the water uh, cooler. Yeah, it is the water cooler. What's so funny is I said to Guru, I said, hey, man, I got a couple couple grams of dabs. If you want to grab, a, grab a, dab, uh, a gram, be my guest. And he goes... What the hell did you tell me? Just smoke live resin, bro. <sighs> you fucking snoot, man. You're a weed snoot, Colorado man. has spoiled me. And, like, the only thing with the black market is you can't find those, like, high-end extracts on the black market. That's because true. It's kind of cost prohibitive in the equipment you have to have <coughs> to be able to make really, really high-quality concentrates. Yeah. You almost need a commercial facility to do it. So for the time being, I'll keep getting my live resins. Yeah. So, but I mean, and but thank you though. But for the time being, there will still be plenty of uh, of black market folks probably blasting ten dollar grams of this stuff out there, you know. But in all fairness, that's sixteen, seventeen dollars in in a store in Portland for the same thing, or something might even slightly higher quality. So, yeah, kind of made me want. Kind of made me want to move to Portland a little bit. <laughs> it just <laughs> makes. Me... Why'd you move here? Strictly for the Picanos pricing. I'm sure, there's people that have, man. I mean, some people moving there might re realistically save their money. <clears throat> if, you, if you have a, if you buy a lot of weed pretty consistently, like you can move there, and it's like money in your pocket. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, give that a, a, a cheers with. If you're watching the video, you'll show. I've been sitting here hitting my goby. My Gobi from b-nail.com. Scotty's got the rig, the rig next to him there. Yeah, right behind uh, good, me, man. That's the water cooler here, man. <laughs> I love how you call it that. But good support of the show, man. Gobi Cool Cats Local. Fort Collins, I believe we're going to be seeing them soon. At the Indo Expo in Denver, I forgot to announce, at the end of the month, Indo Expo in Denver will be hanging there. Details to come. Yes. Uh, but check them out, guys. Gobi, this has been a fabulous, and you don't have to get the gold one, but... Pen to use for concentrates, super long-lasting battery, and on-demand hits. I love the this the, not a button, but just the bottom touch. Yeah, bringing it on in. So coupon code dude vote with the dollars over at go. No, not Gobi. That's this pen. B-nail.com. Yeah, solid folks with a solid product, man.
All right. Yeah. I mean, you've been in the studio a few times. I, although I'm holding you to, you're supposed to get him up in there for uh, talking a little bit about, we'll say, cannabis use and being athletic or in your regimen of working out or physical activity. That's me, man. That's what I was telling him, man. All right. Freeboard. We'll get into it. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. I was medicating. I had a question since we're on concentrates. Uh, yes, sir. Snake in the grass, man. And I was like, what do you call this joint? And like, snake in the grass, bro. And I was, that was when I was hanging out over at Ramos and you'd make like the supercharged joint, but roll up with your fingers. Before it gets like too tacky, some of that shatter, you know, or another concentrate, maybe rosin, like into a snake, and then you put it all right into the flower in the joint. Yeah. So it's going along the whole time. I was thinking, is this kind of a waste or no? Because is it even getting like to the right temperature a rig would be? It's getting you for, yeah, no, that works, man. We used to take really good hash. Like, think about scissor scrapings. What would you do with scissor scrapings back in the day? Top of the bowls. Top yeah. of a bowl, but you could also roll that into a really thin, you know, like a, you know, whatever, a thin line, a snake or whatever, and then put it in a joint, and that motherfucker would get you so high, it would taste so good. Oh, and a poor, poor man's dab rig is the front of a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> you put you put put a piece of shatter onto the onto the front of a blunt right behind the cherry as the cherry comes back in the front of the blunt. Man, just when you think you're classy, man, you're complex, bro. Yeah, complex dude. Poor man's dabberg. I still I'm only giving those blunts like a a three. I don't know, maybe a four, three to four good hit on, and I can't I can't do anymore. The tobacco builds up on it, but I do enjoy a couple of them. Right. We were smoking those up at the Emerald Cup, hitting on some blunts. So yeah, they definitely work though, man. Ain't nothing wrong with with taking a little bit of hash and rolling it in. in the <coughs> well, just think about it. The cherry as the cherry moves backwards mm -hmm. through it, it, it's not the oil's never really in direct contact with the cherry. It's vaping it like as it gets back to it. Yep. You come smoke one of them joints with me, you're gonna feel different in the end. <laughs> the uh what is it called the, what are those joints called i don't oh, know sir no oh, there's that one movie about it but i'm not remembering brain farting a comedy the cross that's joint right. what's that the cross joint is that what you're talking about no no something else it'll come to me i'll bring it to you deal later. man deal just keep hitting the b now man just keep hitting it <laughs> i just hit a little bit of that concentrate out i of knew i was in trouble whenever we had to, got to throw love to b now or go <laughs> and dude starts hitting the hitting the wax and the concentrates and i know we're on a different uh different course man all right oh, man come on what's the dg dgc smoke hashtag do grow show over on instagram i pulled a couple off there this is from simple serenity services and beautiful looking flower man here uh this is this is five of six seeds popped female and you're looking at the worst of the five which is really good looking man so this is some jinx proof what's that it's gorgeous man i just love to see that much frost on a plant man that thing is white so some seed runs are like picking a super bowl winner before preseason with jinx proof you get to pick your team after wild card weekend all right, I kind of get that. I'm not really into I football. I get it, so man. Kinda... He's saying that you're starting with a whole bunch of really good quality genetics or teams, so it's not just like picking, you know, just randomly picking something and hoping that it works. I get what he's saying. Yeah. I get analogies, man. Shout out to Jinx Proof. Met him at the Indo Expo, man. Cool cat, actually. Yeah, Jinx, real cool cat. Kind of bullshit. All right, so moving on. Let's see what else the DGC is smoking on. What's this did is you a JR Token. Heard of this guy. And we are looking at a nice video of the cookie crumble. Oh, End of week nine. Here, so this is prime time. What's that? It's like moving and stuff, man. This is cool. You ever, have you seen those 3D pictures that have come out? They have 3D pictures you can look at. They're fucking weird, man. Of weed? Of anything. They make oh. them of anything. And they're, they're strange. Yeah, you can look around and stuff. Wow, this is beautiful, though. Great, great film work there. What is that? Cat pictures? hair? 
I thought that was kind of like just looking out of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying you can, I don't know. I've seen them on a screen, 3D on a screen. It's a trip. All right, bring it. Don't. Good job, guys. Hashtag Dude Grow Show on Instagram. Good looking cookie crumble, JR. And I love that purple color, brother. Do you think people would show up to 3D weed videos in an IMAX? You think you could fill an IMAX? No. I don't know. I don't think people leave their houses too much anymore, man. True. <laughs> got to be more to it. Yeah, I got an IMAX in my living room now, man. Shit. That's right, man. All right, guys. Let's get into what's growing on here, man. I had a quick question for anybody out there. I was kind of thinking about, I was reading through news stories for today's show, and I read in Florida, you know, Florida's still medical, New York's medical, and I'm like, what's preventing? Why is this so slow, the politics of it? You know, in New York, you know, you can't even, technically medical's like no smoke, no flour, same as Florida. I'm like, these are huge markets, and these are stupid rules. And and that makes me think, like, is the black market, like is some of the black market money going up to the guys they are doing some of the regulation until they get paid enough because there's trucks of weed going into New York and Florida every day. Sure. Wait, what do you think happens at uh, commercial facilities when they <clears throat> they test positive for like a midacloprid or, or uh, Eagle 20 or something? They dispose of that weed properly. <laughs> Out of state. <laughs> oh, man. I hope not. I really hope not. I mean, but I know it's happened. Don't get me wrong. Sure. It's happened. But you don't want to give people funky ass. Beyond that, though, it's like I... Made me think that the black market, I mean, you're still making some good money in those states. How does that influence, you know, prohibition? Is it keeping it in effect more because they're paying some politicians off and it some lawmakers? It can't because the politicians get get paid through, you know, they have uh, have to run their election campaign. So they've got a huge marketing budgets and whatnot. Um, they need to raise a ton of money, which means they need to buddy up to like uh, the university systems, the healthcare systems, the banking systems, big, big tobacco, pharma, big, big tobacco, tobacco, big alcohol, <coughs> you know, multi-billion dollar industries. Okay. You know, I don't think they're looking to get bribed by Johnny Weed Smuggler, man. Here's 10 G's. Keep your mouth shut, man. I mean, I think it'd be like more than 10 G's. But yeah, 300 I just, it just G's. still boggles I, my mind how how long it takes and how many different approaches and how easily it's done completely backwards. It's really weird. But, but they're, maybe they're purposely doing that. Just I'm telling you, I've been convinced that they're just trying to keep everybody as employed as they can. You know, while there's all these machines that are pressing out pills and there's all these, you know, everything, every, uh, uh, the databases are keep, keeping track of everything. So there's not a ton for people to do and everybody's got to have a job, man. So I'm really starting to think that things are deliberately kept inefficient so that everybody gets to have a job. <laughs> Uh, that's good. I can see that. Dude, see that. We, me and Guru are trying to get uh, uh, recharge approved in Europe. Okay, you want to talk about a bureaucracy? It is unbelievable. Somebody mistyped in my EIN number, some number in, and now just to have to be like, no, that's obviously somebody just mistyped it in. Oh my God, you've got like fifty different agencies to deal with and whatnot. All those people get a paycheck. All of them are employed. Yeah. I mean, that's how I think it has to be a little bit, unless, yeah, you're going to start paying some people. So that's a whole other thing. You know? right. And plus, sometimes I do say, what's the rush, Scotty? Slow down a little bit here. So let's yeah, slow down. Let's just spend two days and a few hundred dollars on a, on a wrong number that was in, in, entered. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I don't want to waste my <laughs> life on minutia, man. I want to have some fun, brother. 
let me change your direction yes. ask you about yeah. freeboarding well high which almost sounds like some type of i don't know but yeah what do you got man you've been inspired lately have you heard of these things man the guru told me we were in san francisco and we were looking at these giant hills i'm going man i think i'm gonna do i want to do something with my kid man i'm gonna get her a longboard and we're gonna be able to longboard around here and hang out uh and he goes man have you heard of a freeboard those like things before, are fun before you get a long yeah and it is like a, it's like basically, I don't know, it's like a snowboard, skateboard combination thing. Really fun, man. But to do it, I really had to kind of relearn a sport. And I was like, dude, I'm 47 years old, man. Can I really afford to fall down on a skateboard, you know? But I got- So the real, just to let people know, freeboard's like, you have the side wheels, if I'm explaining this right, of a skateboard, but then you have center wheels that are bigger. So once yeah. you get going, if you want to balance on your center wheels, you're not even using your side wheels are kind of just like the safety catch. You, like heel, you heel and toe just like it behaves just like a snowboard, which here's, is what makes it cool. Here's why I like it, because you're 90% sliding barely in control. Like think of a car <laughs> that only drifted. That's all you're doing is drifting down a fucking crazy hill, man. So you're talking about getting your adrenaline going. But what I noticed is I had to figure out it was like, okay, but 65% weight on your front foot, you know, whatever, 45% on your back foot. And then it's like shift the weight up from your hip. And man, I was like, I can barely move my hips. You know what I mean? I was just thinking about it. So I smoked some weed. I got on that, uh, what's that? Help get you a little loose. Maybe help your nerves down a little. Well, I just, yeah, I just calmed. Like you said, I slowed down and I just go, all right, I'm going to try to move my hips now. You know, I thought about trying to hula hoop as a kid or something like that. And I really did have to like learn how to move my body. Probably something like, like you do in yoga. You know, if you think about going yeah. and taking a yoga class. And I mean, weed works really great with that. I smoked a bowl and uh, just kind of hung out and was like, yo, I'm going to learn this, man. I'm going to learn this thing. And I tell you, attitude is everything when it comes to that shit, too. As soon as I was going down the hill, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to wipe out. I wiped out. <laughs> yes. Confidence. Confidence is, is, is definitely clutch. Yeah. And safety gear. And safety gear. Oh, you ain't kidding, man. You ain't kidding. Dude, my kid, my kid almost broke his nose yesterday. Like, uh, came up short on a 360. <sighs> and he wasn't wearing his full face. But his full face helmet was up on the bench where he drops in. So that's how you learn sometimes. Right. Right. A new set of teeth don't, don't cost much, does it? Oh my God, I'm going there. That's where they, they're like, well, if you want to double check that his nose is okay, you could go get that. I'm like, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I'm like being one of those dads. You'll be all right, man. He's breaking the other side next time. All right, so <laughs> that is cool, man. Definitely getting out, doing anything, especially when you're combining cannabis use. And it's an outdoor activity. We're already winning. Like you at the third, I don't even know what it is yet. You're like, look, we're going to smoke some weed. We're going to go outside today. I'm already like, cool. You're probably not going to tell me anything else. Then I'm going to be like, oh, man. So good times, especially learning new skills. Yeah, and this thing was hard. Like it was not super simple to, to do it, you know, to be able to figure it out. It took me four or five days of a couple hours figuring it out and wrecking. And uh, you actually sent me that Red Bull video called Resilience. And it was like the day that I had started trying it. And I was like, cool, I really needed this. Because, man, it tells you to all these people that have had success, you look at all these people with a whole bunch of success, you don't realize how many times they have failed. And the only difference between them and failures is that they learn from their failures got up, you know, and tried it again. We're learning from, from the mistakes. That's what separates winners and losers, man. 
Well, who was that guy's name? That was the creator of uh, Stacy. That was Stacy Peralta right there, one of the early innovators of skateboarding. He was the guy that, that signed Tony Hawk to the Bones Brigade and made all those videos, Pal Peralta, skateboards, the Bones Brigade videos. He was like a legend when I was in middle school, man. Yeah, I believe if you guys are interested, the show's called The Resilient Visions of Greatness on mm -hmm. Red Bull. It's very inspiring, healthy Boob tube, as my grandpa would call it. Good shit to watch. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. I tell you what good shit to watch is, man. All right, so I'll try to tie this in, man. Dude, I'm hanging out. I just wake up yesterday, and I'm trying to think of, uh, I remember my buddy Super told me about, I, I need to study more about Steve D'Angelo. There's some kind of controversy going on with the home growers and Steve and a bill that Steve D'Angelo's behind or something like that in California. So I was just sitting there going, hey, yeah, you know, maybe I'll grab my phone and, and Google Steve D'Angelo or try to figure out some information about that and I was like you know you just wake up in the morning a little bit foggy and I'm like I can't really think of what Steve D'Angelo looks like I'm like I know I just met him a couple weeks ago and I was trying to put a picture in my head dude he's easy to remember what who, it looks but like who kept coming because I mean, he's up, got his look who kept coming up though was the Paul Mitchell hair guy uh, with the weird. big giant ponytail you know and yeah I, and, I and the just, perfect 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 beard or yes. goatee yeah, or whatever <laughs> yes that's who i would think like of. plastic barbie plastic or something ken <laughs> oh man but i will tell you a coincidence is that i was uh that maybe two hours later i turned on the tv put on some good music and put the tv on mute and the best possibly the best movie i've ever seen was on man machete kills have you heard <laughs> of it I have not. I like machete, be. like at night? It's not machete. It's machete. Machete. Oh, okay, okay. But it must be like a part two. This one looks like it's so bad. It's probably like a part three. But, dude, it's got like Mel Gibson as the bad guy in there, man. <laughs> it's, dude, it's the most fucked up. Like, I'm seeing Paul Mitchell was in it. You know, the Paul, whatever that guy's name is, the <laughs> guy from the Paul Mitchell commercial. I'm like, oh, my God. I oh, like, hair care products. Dude, right for men. All I gotta say is at the end, Elon Musk, legitimately Elon Musk blasts Machete into outer space, bro. It was really Elon Musk. Yes, yes it was. How, how old is this movie? I don't know, but it was just like the most the best thing you could possibly do with a joint. You know what I mean? It was smoke a <laughs> joint and watch this movie, man. Oh, I'll possibly take it. I'll on take mute. It. I'm pretty sure it was on Telemundo, so it was on Spanish, man. Telemundo. Yeah. I never thought I'd bang a one-eyed chick before, but I'd bang one-eyed Michelle Rodriguez. Definitely. <laughs> they say I that or just think that? I just wanted to take the conversation in a different angle and say, what about one leg? But then I was like, this isn't that show. So yep. Michelle Rodriguez, one leg. Yep. I'm going to ask you, this is more, like my Scott, what's up with? <laughs> What did Goat Guru say? <laughs> oh, shit. I said, just think of the possibilities with one leg. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I was oh, just saying, I was just including everybody. That's, that's a microaggression. I will not be able to transition, but go to asking, this is kind of like a Scott, what's up with? Okay. And I was over, uh, admittingly, like it or not, there's a Starbucks right by my house, and I'm perfecting my old, my, making my own cold brew more, so I don't have to be such like a... Like a bitch of Starbucks, but is I go there to get Starbucks. Some bad man, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm just saying, is that bad? They're a pretty socially conscious company. Right? I don't. It's like one of those things you're big enough to have a bit of haters kind of thing. I don't sure. know. I don't know their full on agenda or how you know. I don't how either. Ethical, they've ethical ruined, they've they are. ruined the local coffee shop economy because they yeah. just put them. I mean, how many how many uh, Starbucks are there in Fort Collins? Like twenty. Yep. As a matter of fact, in Machete Kills, that's what uh, Mel Gibson bought all the Starbucks, man. Yep. Yep. So 
there's a Starbucks in this parking lot. There's a grocery store. There is a Subway. There's a McDonald's. And then there is a Great Clips all right, all right there tucked in real tight. And it's a shit parking lot because it's really small and it's always packed. Sure. So I'm like leaving the other day carrying my couple Starbucks and I'm walking. I just look over and like the McDonald's has like it's reserved one, two, like one through five spots. So when you go through the drive through, they're like, oh, go over to spot number four. We'll right. be there in a minute or whatever. But the place is just typically trashed. Sure. I'm like, does this say something about the people that eat fast food? I'm like, or is it maybe that younger kids eat fast food and they don't have as much respect for the environment? But there's just shit everywhere in the parking lot in front of McDonald's, guaranteed. I, I, I'm going to go deep with you. People eating it in their car, throwing it out. People just don't give a shit, so go deep. That's what, What's up with that, Scotty? We have an ecosystem or whatever. We have an environment in our body, right? We've got microbes in our body. Or we've got all these organs that we're supposed to be taken care of. If we do, we can live to be old. If not, yeah. we can get diabetes when we're 15. You know what I mean? Um, if you're going to McDonald's, man, you're not necessarily taking care of your own ecosystem and your own body. So what would make you think that people are going to be giving a shit about what's going outside their body? Mm, that is pretty deep. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's the weed. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was just, I did say something. I mean, I don't, plenty of people that listen probably eat at Whack Arnold's, but uh, you know what I'm saying? It was just a weird, like, I, you know, sit there while you're high and looking at a parking lot and trying to make assumptions of why things are the way they are. All right. Serious question though. Yes, sir. What's Whack Arnold's? It's, it's his way of saying McDonald's, man. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you do not know what Whack Arnold's is, just YouTube it. It's a great Chappelle show skit. It's about working at Whack Arnold's. Okay, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I got you. Yes. Yes. Right, I have one, one more safety. You know, getting modern here, um, everybody's relying on, Scott's totally guilty of this, relying on smartphones to get around. I moved to a new spot. Relying on my smartphone to get around. I'm starting to get a lay of the land in my head mentally, but like, you know, from my ass to my wife, like, what if something happens you need to get home from work? You got to remember this shit. And she's like, actually, you're right. And by now she does. But for a long, like for a while, she's like, you wouldn't even know how to get home from work kind of thing. Really? And then I heard That's on the, the radio, the, uh, I think it was like the North Coast Rescue here, you know, a lot of outdoor activity on um, the Pacific Mountain Range here in British Columbia. People are relying on their technology so much that they had more rescues than ever in 2018, mainly because of people relying on their smartphones for navigation, running out of battery, sure. using apps with improper updates that don't have the shit updated on the terrain. And I was like, dude, I would not want to be that guy. And it just, I don't know, made me think a little bit about it's so easy, though. It enables you to get farther and rely on things and satellites, but it also inhibits you to be safe to a degree. So it's kind of like a mindfuck. I will say you can download your entire like state area with Google Maps so right. that you have it all and you don't have to have cell phone service for it to work. Pretty oh, smart man. for Colorado where up in the mountains your phone doesn't work. Then you drop your phone in the river. Yeah, when I first got into the woods, you know, when I bought my, my nursery, what was it, right around uh, 2000, 2001, something like that. Uh, I guess maybe a couple years afterwards. But man, I relied on the GPS. I had a waterproof GPS when I would go out, you know, in, into the woods and whatnot. Uh, with extra batteries. It was my worst fear was to get lost in the swamp, man. Lost in the Everglades. Yeah, fuck that. That's because I just thought about that the other day for some reason. Like, if you're just wandering through the Everglades yep. and you're lost, like, you're probably going to get bit, eaten, poisoned, yep. something. Not, I mean, something. You ain't coming There's out. good... Good likely down a mud hole, man. Hey, you, know? you can't you can get satellite phones that they're it's like ten dollars a month for the satellite phone and then it has GPS in it too. And those they're waterproof and they work anywhere you can see the sky. 
Yeah, so, man. Those work. Only eight thousand dollars. They're hey, they've come way down. <laughs> they're like they're like three hundred bucks now, and it has the emergency like I need a helicopter button. Dude, on it the re- the rednecks would I never like accept button. me, man. The rednecks would never accept me if they're in their swamp buggies and I'm a, I have a satellite phone. Sorry. If I went deep enough, like on a back, like I used to not, but these days I used to backpack. It's been a while since I've been on a backpacking trip, but it's really awesome when you carry everything you need and go out for a couple of days. Yeah, that's but, just walking, uh, right? At this, at this point in time, no, not at all. Not when you're carrying all your shiz. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. I would, uh, I would indulge in that where you have the ability to hit the the I'm screwed button. I like that button option. No, I, I, I had friends climbing out in Moab over Thanksgiving and uh, actually ended up saving someone's life because his girlfriend dropped him off a rock face. And if they would have the I think the EMTs would have gotten there like two hours earlier if they had had a sat phone, because where they were at, they had to drive for 45 minutes to get cell phone service to call the sheriff's department to get someone out there to rescue this guy. It's going to get too modern, though. What if you're just like the bitch in Central Park, sprained ankle, hit the button? Yeah, I just want to I want to call my mom button, (laughs) call my mom to come pick me up. button. Hey, at least the state of Colorado, if you have a fishing or a hunting license here, if you have to call a helicopter, it's free. As long as you paid for that, yeah. So that's part of what your money goes to. Yep. Sorry, they're on strike. Everybody's on strike, man. Just walk to the hospital. Before we get to the news, <laughs> I wanted to shout out to uh, Chieftain Supply. Guys, Chieftain Supply's got our shirts. Only place you can get DGC shirts. They have two versions of it. They have the Wake and Bake America with the Rooster, which is a cotton blend. Cotton blend. Cotton, uh, very comfortable. Yeah. Or they have the DGC shirt, which is a... Hemp blend, very comfortable. Uh, coupon code DGC10 over there. They also have the hats, but you can get the hats at the DGC outlet. But coupon code DGC10 at Chieftain Supply out of Denver, Colorado, will get you a deal off all their gear, not just our gear. And they got some fresh gear over there, Scott. They literally do have fresh gear, meaning they release a lot of different designs and prints and, and cool shit, which involves cannabis culture in somewhat of a subtle way, I'll say. It's not like that shirt that says, like a dab will do, dank you, and shit like that. It's funny. I, when we had a bunch of breeders over, <laughs> I tried to give a couple of them some shirts, and they were like, nah, I, don't, I don't wear anything with pot leaves on it. You know, like everybody's trying to be real subtle and uh, underspoken these days. Interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the next Grow Talk. I can't wait, sir. No, it's actually in the previous Grow Talk because we're in the future right now, and I forgot about that. Where am I? Listen back. Where's Potsy? All right, let's, you want to hit the news, man? Come on, let's do it, man. Let's do it. We've got a couple things we bumped. We'll bump a couple things for the next show, man. we got a schedule. Here. I'm getting distracted. I got, like, my mother-in-law loves birds, so I, we went out. We got, like, two things to do it. I have two bird feeders now, and in my backyard now, it's kind of turning into, I just saw some crows swoop on in on some blue jays, and, like, shit's going down out oh, there. Oh, yeah, my- it's gang war style with the birds, man. <laughs> it might be too much. It might be, like, the, consider the bird man. All right, here we go. Marijuana out of the westward in Denver, Colorado, man. Marijuana recall. What do we got here? Marijuana mold recall hits multiple dispensaries in Colorado. Imagine that, man. You take a plant that normally grows outside, you grow it indoors, under lights, and instead of growing with a bunch of other plants, you just surround it with a bunch of, you know, thousands of identical clones to it. And it's so weird, man. Bugs like it? Mold likes it? I wonder what the thresholds are, though. I mean, we could talk about mold could be PM. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, bacteria could be like limitless. I mean, as far as they were saying, they found there's there's limits on all of it. But what at what levels is the? I mean, we don't want to have any powdered mildew, of course, in any of the cannabis sure. smoking. If you have a healthy immune system, you're a healthy person. You're probably going to be all right. 
uh, but it can comp be compromised for somebody with a compromised immune system and tastes bad probably. Yes, definitely. It's like that, black sooty mold, botrytis. Like, well, check out this thing, though. That, tell me what you think of this. This willow industry. So Doctor's Orders. Yes. This is, Doctor's Orders is like the grower here. They had that had some of their product um, go bad. And it says, Doctor's Orders Management initially sent Westward, which is this article, a statement from Willow Industries, a completely different company that produces cannabis decontamination technology. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to look into the cannabis so decontamination what, technology? What's that, like the O3 lights or something like that? Probably? I'm looking at their Willow Pure 5. This is a, it'll hold up to five pounds. And what they do is they do like ozone or something sure. on it that, that makes has sense. to affect. <laughs> the, Go ahead. The, yeah, that makes sense, man. And it would have to affect the uh, taste, I would think. It says Willow Industries is offers post-harvest microbial decontamination our ozone-based patent technology reduces Jeez. yeast, mold, bacteria, asp aspergillus, conformis, E. coli, and salmonella. But hang on. All the while, what's up? There, there's, so what you're saying is you can grow weed that would never pad that's loaded with powdery mildew, and then just be like, oh well, they'll clean it up in post-harvesting. We'll just we'll just give it to this company and they'll run it through a uh, an o whatever an ozone generator. Quality in, quality up. out though. So, I'm in their yeah. facts, though. Yeah. Will Willow Pure hurt terpenes or lower potency? The Willow Pure does not degrade, keyword here probably, overall terpenes or potency. Sure. This is Next from question. the Willow Cure people, or Pure people, yes. right? <laughs> Will the Willow Pure affect the product smell? This is interesting. Their answer, a, resi <laughs> a residual ozone smell will accompany the product immediately after it's extracted from the machine. Yeah, ozone this smells weird, man. I used to put ozone, like back in the day, it was trying to use them, the ozonator, man. Wait, yeah. and, then, and then after you're in a room that has an ozone generator, you, you can't, can't smell. smell. <laughs> you yeah. can't you smell. can't smell anything. So you're yeah. like, so this smell subsides in a few days, though, as the process of residual ozone converts back to oxygen. Hmm, that sounds like great D weed to me. Yeah, it sure does. The kind of stuff is going to go right into an extractor, you know, right into edibles or into maybe. I mean, I guess if they killed the mold and it's all clean now, and you're just going into the end of these vape, these pussy sticks, these yeah. vape pens as juice or what oil, I guess that's all right. You know, why not? Um, my, microbes are pretty resilient. Uh, I would be hard pressed to think that some of those don't stick around even after it's been treated with ozone. Like that, it's not a hundred percent coverage on everything. There's still something left. I just think it's strange that they've got post processing for powdery mildew. You know, that you can grow a plant with powdery mildew that you can never sell and you know, in, you know, until you clean it up with and it this did ozone. It, and it and it had uh, environmental pressures on it from the powdery mildew, so it never grew to its like full full potential too so you're getting inferior product to begin with there you go and just just run cleaning up inferior product you're still left with clean on inferior product but when you're a ceo and you say well guys we got to make a you know we got to make our quarterly earnings man so you know what just take that stuff and go clean it up with the ozone machines and at least we'll get 60 percent out of it clean it up with the ozone machines and ship it out of state <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> All right, this next article, uh, grow your own. That's what I'll say. Grow your own dank. Yeah, don't worry about the ozone machine. You don't have to grow your own. You should grow your own, but know your grower if you don't grow your own. Yeah. Or you buy it. Like I always said, the facility, you know, Herbal Cure grew all their own shiz, knew the grower. That was a lucky situation. Sure. Not everybody has that luxury, but it's always nice. But make sure that when these uh, legalization, when legalization is presented, that is presented with some home growers' rights. And if it's not, make them reissue, you know, make, make buy your bomb them. 
No, but you don't have to accept the first offer. No, no, no. And don't do that just because you reside on saying, well, we're making progress at least. Yeah, I'm just like, glad no. they're making it legal. You know, legal for Monsanto to sell it to me. <clears throat> All right, this is out of the, I'm going to go with the Mar, Marliod, Marliod Gazette, some type of gazette, Scotty, okay. in uh, uh, the province of Alberta, Canada. Micro-titled, micro-producer of marijuana will bring life back to old greenhouse operation. Okay. I don't even know. Now is, this, is that really a word? Maclerod? What country is that, man? <laughs> so I'm reading this. This article is weird, man. I don't know what this author was like. I don't know. But let's just read this kind of like we're two guys that might rob a greenhouse operation. Yeah. It goes the the MD of the MD of Willow Creek Municipal Planning Commission approved the application to create medical marijuana micro production operation from a former greenhouse 12 kilometers south of Fort McLeod, market 12 kilometers south of Fort McLeod. Yeah, Look for clicks, the 12. Okay. The project proposal came in. This is cool that they're converting, you know, cannabis can convert old greenhouses and things and bring things back up for the production of cannabis. I do like that. Sure. Um, it goes in to say that the needest, needed rest restoration will include re recovering the formerly operational greenhouses and also repair the main atrium roof. And then they go into detail. Seven buildings will eventually be used on the site. Three buildings will be covered with new poly, Scotty. Good thing. Building one is 26 by 29, existing greenhouse. And then goes building two. It goes on to some more details. And then building four. Do I own this a, thing? Why are you telling me this shit? Man? Just listen. Building four is 25 by 35 feet long. And it will be the only human access point in and out of the facility. Building four. Mark it down. 12, 12 kilometers south. 12 greenhouses. Building four. Human access. This is just weird, man. If you're looking at this article, it goes on with more building descriptions. And what this author should be doing is just giving a description of what's going on. I would not approve this. I wonder if the green high, like the production, the, the people that are doing it read this and said, you gave out way too much information, man. But yeah, you can, anyway. get, over, you can get over a barbed wire fence pretty easy with a piece of rug carpet. Bob, yeah, they're doing the, you know, barbed wire fence. Actually, they said the facility, the two of the growers. Now they're only going to be two people living there and then two assistant growers. So that's four people running all this, which has got to be, man, I don't know. I no thought way. about that. What's yeah, that? There's no way you could possibly just do that with four people. 12 on, 12 off, 365. <laughs> nah, you need a lot. I mean, just think about, uh, you know, I was just running a few greenhouses and I had a couple farm workers doing all, you know, whether you're pulling weeds, whether you're propagating new plants, uh, whether you're feeding, all that takes, you know, half a day, a day. That's weird. That's what they said. It's the operational run 8 a.m., the business plan, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday to Friday. It'll employ... I can't pronounce, and Phil as full-time master growers who would reside at the location with two full-time apprentice gardeners added at a later date. So we'll see, man. Yeah, sounds like a lot of work. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. What do you got, Scotty? What else we got in the news here? Oh, man, I thought this was interesting, man. Hang on. I found this this post from Facebook, man. I put it on my Scotty Real DGC. But it's uh, cops found 65 pounds of weed hidden in a police dispatcher's home. So, you know, you call up 911, what's your emergency? That chick... You know, when, well, when it was she, her husband. It was her husband, yeah. Was, I guess, smuggling weed. And, I mean... I just want to say that it just, what I want to say is take a look at the comments on this thing, man. They're all about, uh, hang on, I got to get to it. But there is not a single person that is against uh, against what this guy's doing. Every single person is going, well, it's legal here. Why the fuck not? You know, there's not a single person sympathetic to the police on, on these comments. You see them? 
I thought he had, they did pose the guns, the famous, the infamous picture where you pose the guns with the bales of cannabis. Yeah, yeah, I mean. So it might have been a bad decision there. I don't recall if it said one of them was stolen. But if you're going to get busted, you got to look good, guys. Don't have don't have all the firearms where they get in the picture. Yeah, it's, it's just so crazy how the public's spoken, though. I mean, absolutely nobody wants to be can, to, uh, cannabis to be illegal anymore, or at least such a minority of the United States population does. But like you were talking about, it's still illegal. And uh, you know what? Are, what twenty million people in Florida? Another close to twenty million people in New York. It's forty million people that it, it's illegal for, man. About the South, man. We've covered stories recently. You know, I think it was in Georgia somewhere, or Alabama. People getting up to like ten years plus for different possession limits, because then they'll automatically slap on you. There was one medical guy that was coming back. He went out like Guru said he wouldn't mind living in Oregon to Oregon to get some cannabis for his medicinal condition and had like I don't know I think he had a pound pound or two. But they threw on and tend to distribute all that shit. And, you know, it just stacks up still. It is crazy. Man, I was just thinking about the war on drugs. It happened in the mid-'80s, right? So computers just start coming in, you know, online what? I mean, I think I got a computer in the early-'80s. So in the mid-'80s, computers start doing the work. And what do you do, man? We got all these people that need jobs, man. So fucking let's get them busting each other, man. We can either put them in jail. We can hire a whole shitload more cops. We can hire a whole shitload more in in interdiction and enforcement. And, hey, let's build more prisons. We can do a private prison system. You know, it beats the shit out of what we did last time, which was send them to Vietnam, no? <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Jesus, man. I mean, even the cops they incorporated in the bureaucracy. You know what I mean? They're like, think about what a cop is, man. He's like the lowest level bureaucrat. And they give him a gun and they tell him to be an enforcer. You know, go out there and enforce the law for us. Do what man. I say. Yeah, and then what's the cop do, man? I mean, dude, if you, I was reading this book. It says, go try to fucking drive your car with no license plate. And see, and uh, you know, and then argue with the cop that you have a right to do it, and see if you don't get maced, clubbed, or fucking uh, stun gunned. You know what I mean? Tased. It's it's true. I, don't, I think that might happen like one out of twenty times, if that. I mean, unless you want me to do it, like yelling at the cop, and maybe you can't you know, challenge their authority. Whoa! But you can't maybe do if that, I man. push his shoulder or something, I've seen cops sit there, and this is always the yin and yang with me and Scotty. But sure. I've seen cops sit there and being yelled at an inch from their nose and take all of it for over eight minutes and just smile. And you're like, you know, you know, okay. And then they tased him? <laughs> yeah, that, that's depends. because at any point that guy knew he could just start tasing that guy and it would be cool. <laughs> it's funny, man. I'm reading this book and it talks about how, like, I always see like all the murder on TV and all the cops come and solve all the murder. And I'm like, wow, what the fuck is that? That's weird. Because in real life, I know a couple cops, man. Most of what they do is paperwork. They almost all paperwork and go into meetings and enforcement of shit. They're they're not over there fucking solving gang rapes and stuff like that, man. You know, they're just that's a very small percentage of their time. That's not what they show on TV. That's what I mean, man. It's crazy, <laughs> man. It's really weird, man. That was all hot action, man. Saving people and getting the chicks and yeah. Yeah, it's just I just figured out why they do it, man. They do it to kind of keep everybody uh, loving the cops, so we can just keep on expanding the force, more bullshit jobs for these guys, man, and bust more guys like this. And how the fuck is it legal in one state and and not legal in another? That's just fucking Shit, tempting, man. man. Look at Europe. I mean, Europe's like, how different is it from country to country? Sure. Not all countries. Right. And some countries are smaller than our states, you know, way smaller. And it's way different. Different and languages, different laws, different government. 
So, you know, you know. Yeah, and some countries don't give a fuck either, man. You know, go to Amsterdam, buy as much ecstasy as you want, bring it anywhere you want, man. Ain't their problem. <laughs> Except when you get out of there, Holland isn't totally like that. I remember I was smoking the jo a joint on a train outside of Holland in between cars with a buddy, and the, somebody walked by and looked at me and my friend like we were crazy, and then finally the conductor's like, what, what the hell are you doing? Like, you can't smoke here. And like, what's your problem? I'm like, oh, shit, man, I just was thinking. He's like, no, this is not Amsterdam anymore, buddy. Ah, that's funny. That's funny. Anyway. Anyway, man, take us out with a laugh here. What you got, bro? <laughs> yeah, you got yes. Japanese game shows, man. It's so good, man. Um, I just kind of, you know, I like to trip on different cultures and whatnot. And what the fuck is going on in Japan? I mean, just check this yeah, out. Yeah, if you guys quick, are man. watching, we're basically looking at like a guy moving a chair around. One of the guys is blindfolded. He doesn't know where the chair is. And the goal is to get him maybe to run and sit in it or something. And he just runs over to it, nails his shin, falls to the ground in pain. Everybody laughs at him. Everybody just laughs their ass off. I mean, we got, I'm just wondering what's going on. We got politically correct, you know. Oh my God, that's a microaggression. How dare you laugh at them? And in Japan, they're just hurting people for fun. You know, just hurting people. It is weird, man. Where does it, where does it, it mainly, it is weird because like when you see a friend like you, we've all been there where you laugh at somebody that hurt themselves, but then you're yeah, like, oh, shit. Yeah, my wife they're, they're, actually, they're really hurt. Oh shit, guys, yeah. this is serious. Stop right. laughing now. Like they're really hurt. Like where does it stop? Obviously you see somebody get stabbed in the arm, you don't laugh. That's serious. But light pain, I guess, as long as there's no blood, maybe we're good. We can laugh. That's weird. It's weird. I know people have laughed at me crashing on my snowboard many times. Audibly heard them while I was crashing, so they did not give a shit if I was okay. Oh, that time you crashed into the tree was just the best, man. Oh, multiple times. Luckily, all okay. But yeah, if you guys need, click this link if you want to watch more Japanese game shows, but do it while high, token on a J, or join an edible, all right? Deal. Deal, sir. All right, keep uh, everybody updated. Keep listening. I'll tell you where I'm hanging at the Lift Expo in the next few shows here. I'd like to meet any EDC out at that event. And, uh, that's about it, man. Let's put it in the bag and do some shout-outs. Come on, man. How about shouting out the PDX Slider and Kush Toba Robbins? Is that Talking a burger like at the Portland airport? I don't know. Both those are good names, though, man. Club KMA and Slapshot Slim. Yo. Yeah, how grows it? <laughs> what is this? Two Beast Mold 7. Deal. Captain Bud's Eye. And Cody Grower, 420. Yo. I like this guy. He's I Grow Dirt and Flawless Cannabis 420. I Grow Dirt, I Grow Soil. <laughs> Stay high up, my friends. Good to be back hanging, and we will keep it real. Yeah, take it easy, dude. He's out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss fans is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do they shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out in
Smoking weed, I ain't got nothing. 